the Winnipeg Foundation invited Winnipeggers to share their visions for Winnipeg's next 100 years and the potential role philanthropy might play. This is Our Next 100. Today we'll hear from Sister Leslie Sackerman, Executive Director of Holy Names House of Peace and board member of the Winnipeg Foundation from 2002 to 2016. Together with moral grandeur and spiritual audacity, let us envision a Winnipeg where community life flourishes for all and with great gratitude, press forward and lead with presence, compassion and imagination. Sister Leslie Sackerman, a sister of the Holy Names of Jesus and Mary, co-founded Rossbrook House in 1976 and worked there for 30 years. She helped start Anishinaabe Oweishi and Esther House, and in 2004, she co-founded Holy Names House of Peace, a refuge in the heart of the city that empowers newcomer women to begin anew. Here is Sister Leslie Sackerman. Our times demand moral grandeur and spiritual audacity. Rabbi Abraham Heschel's words embody the history, the character, and path of the Winnipeg Foundation. In January 2002, I was catapulted from the belly of New York City, where I had lived for two months with those experiencing homelessness, into the Winnipeg Foundation boardroom on the 13th floor of the Richardson building. What a shock to the system. All my adult life, feisty street youth and courageous newcomer women had formed me and breathed life into me. They had dared me to see the world from their reality, to taste their dreams and to walk with them and risk suffering the consequences. Now I was sitting alongside another group of community leaders, people committed to upholding the vision of a Winnipeg where community life flourishes for all. Immediately, I felt at home and was eager to understand the myriad complex issues embedded in our city and to bring to the table the wealth and the wisdom of my formators. One initiative that seized my imagination and generated life in the inner city where I lived and worked was a Centennial Neighborhood Project. From day one, Winnipeg Foundation staff drew near the people, listened deeply, and trusted their expertise. After weeks of in-depth conversation, staff and neighborhood constituents sealed a five-year accord that unleashed newfound energy. Dreams resurfaced and hope, feeding on outrageous possibility, mounted with each new plan and partnership. The project culminated with a feast where foundation board, staff, donors, and residents stood tall together and celebrated their collective capacity for change and renewal. Leading with presence is powerful language. It is the key to wisdom. The foundation's depth of character 
radiated when the board approved the largest grant in its history to the building of the Canadian Museum for Human Rights. This resolution symbolized for me the foundation's fierce commitment to uphold the inherent dignity and the equal and inalienable rights of all members of the human family, and thus ensure that all people have the freedom to become the person they were meant to be. Leading with compassion pierces the darkness. It liberates. It is transformative. Finally, in times of anguish and uncertainty, such as 2008 and 2020, when bold and principled leadership was crucial, the Winnipeg Foundation stayed its course and carved a path that evoked conversation and alleviated the suffering of struggling nonprofit groups. This initiative sparked oneness and revived resilience throughout the community. It gave organizations the chance to breathe and digest the wisdom of the Nigerian proverb, the times are urgent, let us slow down. Leading with imagination unleashes right action and innovation. Board, staff, donors and partners, we are the sum of all our relations. Together with moral grandeur and spiritual audacity, let us envision a Winnipeg where community life flourishes for all and with great gratitude, press forward and lead with presence, compassion and imagination. My name is Sister Leslie Sackman and that is my vision for the next 100 years. Thank you, Sister Leslie. How do we ensure that we're listening to communities so that we are moving toward a community life that flourishes for all? I think it's, it's important that the Winnipeg Foundation continue the path it's on. And that's what my article kind of said, but in the sense of it's really important who the staff are and who the board members are. In my mind, they have to be diverse, they have to be skilled, they have to have lived experience, and they have to be willing to lead from a position of strength and vulnerability. And it's those two things together, which I believe the Winnipeg Foundation has acted upon. If they hold true to that, I believe the future will unfold as it should and will flourish for all. I really hope, pray, and believe that the foundation, if it continues to lead with spiritual audacity and moral grandeur, the right path will unfold. In your essay, you speak to the idea of leadership with presence, compassion, and imagination. Can you elaborate on how people can lead with those three attributes? Presence to me is absolutely crucial. Staff and board have to have their feet on the ground with the people that they are trying to encourage. Otherwise, there's no trust. 
And for me, that's one of the things that I've liked most about the foundation is that they trust the organizations. And you can only trust when you know, not just on paper, but when you can call somebody by name, when you know a director of a place, where you know where it's located. And I think the foundation knows this, and that's crucial going forward. If ever it gets separated, I think the founder of the foundation will be disappointed. I think the compassion, again, comes along with presence. And if the staff and board are connected with who they are, I think we must know ourselves before we can be compassionate to others. We have to be compassionate to ourselves. And so it all depends in the people. We're the sum of our relations. We're the sum of who we are and when we're connected. So that kind of compassion will be there. If there's an openness to our own selves and a love of ourselves, then we can love other people. And without loving ourselves, we can't. And understanding, there's no empathy. And the last one, imagination, we all have to be free to dream and to think differently because like COVID came around the corner, all of us had to think fast and think with imagination because imagination can be playful. It can be real and it's creative and crucial times demand that. And so with that kind of energy, with presence, with compassion and with imagination, the Winnipeg Foundation will be true to its mission in creating a Winnipeg where life flourishes for all. Thank you again so much, Sister Leslie, for sharing your vision for Winnipeg's next 100 years with us today. Thanks so much, Robert. Our Next 100 is a series of essays envisioning Winnipeg's next 100 years, contributed by Winnipeggers and curated by the Winnipeg Foundation. If you would like to read more essays from Our Next 100, or listen to this episode again as a podcast, please visit wpgfdn.org slash next100. Thanks for listening. Thank you.